All right, y'all. You know what it is. You are never out of bounds. And you know who I am. This is your man, El Jamal. And we're going to settle in on this Friday evening. And we're going to set it off on a serious note. Well, word on the street is that there was another school shooting. This time in Santa Fe, Texas. 17-year-old Demetrius Pagartis carried an AR-15, a sawed-off shotgun, and a 38 pistol owned by his father and showed up at the school around 8 a.m. and opened fire in an art class. Ten people were killed and another ten were injured, according to the state governor, Greg Albin, including a policeman who was shot in the arm. Explosives were also found at the school, including a CO2 bomb and some Molotov cocktails. Computer history and phone logs uh, confirmed that this was basically this was already been planned, and the the young man also planned to commit suicide as well, but at the last minute got too scared and decided just to be taken in by authorities. He has currently been charged with capital murder and is being held in the Galveston County Jail. And all I'm gonna say is, they let him live. He busted at the cop, shot the cop in the arm, and he still survived. Yet, we got a 12-year-old kid in Ohio a while back named Tamir Rice, had a fake gun, gets gets shot, and is dead. I don't like the application of justice. That's all I'm going to highlight. And I'm going to forever highlight this because I think it's unfair, and I don't like it. He's just he's a bigger threat than anything else. He should have been executed to the highest or I'm sorry. If that's what I'm trained to do, that's what I'll be doing. I wouldn't waste my time shooting people with fake guns that don't have guns. I think the cops are cowards. Anyways, in more news, uh in Ireland, uh in on May 25th, the Irish government will hold a vote on whether to change their current abortion laws. Under the Eighth Amendment, under the Irish Constitution passed in 1983, the women and child have access to life, and women are not allowed to have abortions unless the, ch- unless the childbirth will pose a significant threat to the woman's life. Abortions are, not, are also not allowed in cases of a, a abnormality in childbirth or within the womb, also in instances of rape and incest. The laws that are being proposed will be similar to what they have in Britain. This would allow for unrestricted unrestricted abortions to be carried out up to 12 weeks beforehand. Now this is where the controversy comes up. At 12 weeks, fingers, toes, and faces are also visible. Now not only does Britain have similar laws, other countries like Europe so on in Europe, such as Austria, have similar laws as well. And in terms of the political backing, all political parties and the main political heads now in Ireland are all for it. Even the voting, uh, the voting class, the you know the regular voting folk, they seem to be in agreement with it. However, there is an agreement with the appeal, but there isn't there isn't too much of an agreement on what they want to replace these laws with. All right, y'all, this was Word on the Street. We're going to come right back with some sports news. We're going to start with some NFL, so y'all stay tuned. Thank you. All right, now we back. 
and we're going to get into the sports. 12-year NFL vet Vincent Jackson has officially retired today. The 35-year-old wide receiver has played seven years for the San Diego Chargers and another five with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting in 2012. A ligament injury in 2016 kept him just five games, and he chose to sit out the 2017 year. He finished his career with 540 catches, 9,008 yards, and 57 touchdowns. He plans on staying in the Tampa area to develop his real estate businesses and his community charities. The Raiders have, have signed their first-round draft pick, the 6'9", 309-tackle from Notre Dame, Colton Miller. And because of Robert Penn's injury status going into the, into the season, he might get some significant playing time. So here's hoping, it's, here's hoping that he has a good development. In other, in other NFL news, the Browns traded cornerback Jamar Taylor today to Arizona for a six-round draft pick in 2020. I guess the future starts now for them, right? And to wrap it all up, it's a rumor, but I think it's pretty much true. Des Bryant is officially is pretty much holding out for a position on the New York Giants. Now I don't think it's smart of him to do this. I think he should keep his options open. I think doing this keeps him in a box. And there's no guarantee that he gets a job in New York. And I don't know how successful he can really be since they already have Brandon Marshall if he decides to stay. And you already have Odell Beckham. So I'm not too sure exactly what he does. Maybe he becomes a solid number two. Who knows? There's also been rumors about him possibly being able to move the slot, but I don't know. Moving on to the MLB. We're going to uh, we're get into some of today's scores. First, the A's beat the Blue Jays 3-1. And the Dustin Fowler, the center fielder, had a great game going two for three with his first major league home run in the third inning. He also had a walk in a stolen base, as well as a run-run double in the seventh. Jed Lowry helped out the cause with two hits, and Josh Pagley, the center, had a hit and a run. Brett Anderson pitched an inning, a scoreless inning at that, but he had issues with his shoulder, and he would be eventually be relieved by Josh Lucas, who had three innings, two hits, one on run, and seven Ks. As far as the Jays are concerned, Yurgervis Solarte had two hits, and Gio Urshula had a hit in the RBI. Marco Estrada had six innings of work and gave up seven hits, three earned runs, and he had six strikeouts. In other MLB scores, the Arizona Diamondbacks played the Mets today. Right fielder, uh, excuse me, Steven Souza for the car uh, for the Diamondbacks, excuse me, had a hit and a run. Jake Lamb, the third baseman, had a hit in the RBI, and also Daniel Descalso, the second baseman, had two hits. Zach Godley put in six innings of work, four hits, he got four hits, an earned run, and four walks with six strikeouts. However, this wasn't enough for Wilmer Flores, who had a run, a hit, a walk, and an RBI. Michael Canforlo, who had four hits and two RBIs. And Jacob DeGrom, who led the way, who put in seven innings of work, one earned run, and 13 Ks. Yes, that 13 is an unlucky number for the Diamondbacks, who lose 3-1. to one. Also, we have the Baltimore Orioles beating the Red Sox today for 7-4. Third baseman Manny Machado had three hits and two RBIs. Adam Jones, no, not Pac-Man. We're talking to center, center fielder here. Two runs, two hits, and two RBIs. And also, second baseman Jonathan Shoup had two runs, one run, I'm sorry, yes, two runs, one hit, two walks, and an RBI. 
Mark Trumbo also came through with two RBIs as well. Alice Cobb got the start for pitching, and he also he gave up 10 hits but only had three runs earned, and also he got three strikeouts. As far as Boston, right footed Mookie Betts got a run, three hits, and two RBIs. Andrew Benatendi had had a hit in an RBI. And finally, second baseman Eduardo Nunez had a run, two hits, and an RBI. As far as pitching goes, the Red Sox had two two players uh, two pitchers suit up today, and they both struggled. Drew Pomerantz had four innings work, seven, in, uh, seven hits, four earned runs, three three walks, and two strikeouts. Stephen Wright also played for four innings, but he had three earned, three hits, two two balls, and also five strikeouts. And finally, the Padres got the upset against the Pir- Pittsburgh Piracy today, 3-2. to two. Eric Hosmer hit two doubles in the game-winning uh, game winning single, excuse me. Tavis Jakowski uh, also had two hits, and Francisco Cordero had an RBI. Tyson Ross had six innings of work, gave up five hits, but only two runs, and he had uh, two strikeouts. And he's currently sitting at 3-3, three and three, but this was his first win since the end of April. As far as the Pirates go, Corey Dickinson has had two hits in an RBI, and Josh Bell was also able to get an RBI. Ivan Nova pitched for six innings, six innings, excuse me, six hits, and he got two earned runs and four strikeouts. All right, we're going to move on to the NBA. We're going to talk about some news, and then we're also going to preview the, the conference finals for the weekend. Y'all stay lit. Y'all stay lit. All right, now, y'all. So we're going to wrap it all up with some NBA news here. We're going to start with the Suns. And the Suns, according to their GM, are open to trading their first-round draft pick. They already have a solid roster of some young guys, including Devin Booker. So they're not looking for any more assets, meaning draft picks. This time around, they're looking for solid veterans. And I think this makes perfect sense. They have they have the youth and they have the depth there in the youth. So it doesn't hurt to bring in some experience to help these guys out. I think they're maybe one or two pieces away from at least going to the playoffs. They're definitely capable of scoring. So it's a good move for me. I, I definitely like it. Now, Grace, now, another news, Grayson Allen, the guard from Duke, yeah, the guy that was always tripping people, apparently he's balling out in these scouting combines. Today he just broke a record. Well, actually, he didn't break a record, but he has the fifth best lane agility time at 1031 since 2000. He also has second best shuttle time. He also has a first, the fourth highest vertical leap and standing vertical at 40, 40 and a half and 32 and a half, respectively, of everybody that's in the combine this year. Now, this doesn't mean a whole lot. Of course, he's going to have to, of course, they don't know whether or not he can perform under pressure. But I think because of his position, he's probably going to more end up being a shooting guard. I think it's good to have some some agility it's good to know that he can run around he might have to be do he might have to do that a lot uh, last year as a member of the Duke blue devils he had 15 and a half points four assists and he averaged 37 from three so he's a pretty decent shooter i think the agility the fact that he's athletic enough that works for him especially if he goes into the shooting guard position and finally in basketball news Milwaukee has signed their new coach, Mike Bootenholzer, to a four-year deal. 
He coached for five years in Atlanta. That's where he's most well known for. He went 20, I'm sorry, 213 and 197 and was able to get them to 60 wins at one point. Also a conference of finals appearance in 2015 in which he's also won coach of the year in 2015 as well. And at this point, this is a good move because he's already liked by the two biggest stars on the team, Giannis and Chris Middleton. And he's basically an, a, a far superior upgrade to Jason Kidd. So good luck on their part as well. They're making some good moves. Now we're going to go into the playoffs. Now we got, we're going to talk these, these, these conference finals. Now the Cavs play tomorrow. And it's going to be interesting. It's. Now, it's not like we're playing against the. It's not like the Cavs are going against the Warriors or anybody else back in the past. We kind of thought that they might have had a chance, or, you know, maybe in 2015 after they lost Love and Curry, you're just like, hey, you know, they're going to probably take this L, but hey, they, they're missing a lot of guys. This year around, what can we really say? If they go down 3-0, we might as well say this series is over. Because I don't see how a team like that who hasn't shown up this whole this whole offseason or this whole playoff series, consistently at least, somehow balls out for, for four straight. This is important. This is the first game. It's the first game in Cleveland. And I think if the Cavaliers, they want to set some type of precedence, they're going to have to get that game back. They're going to have to they're going to have to make a make a showing on their home court. Now, I'm, you know, we already know LeBron's going to have the ball out. And we already know that Kevin Love's going to have to pretty much do the same. Of course, he's not the same great player on LeBron's level, but he's going to have to, he's going to have to show up and play beyond his abilities. And with that being said, one other person needs to step up as well, whether it be Tristan Thompson and whether he rebounds or scores maybe 12 points a game, 14 points a game, 16 rebounds, still a uh, – Still is able to get some rebounds, 11, 12 rebounds, something like that, 16 points. They're going to need that. They're going to need somebody like him to get a double-double. They're going to need Jordan Clarkson to be able to distribute the ball and score as well. Somebody's going to have to step up. They're going to need Kyle Korver to have a 15, 16-point game. Because this, this, this gets tougher. Because you're going against a full team. You're not just going against one other player, one other good player. Or two other player, good players. You're dealing with a whole starting five who's reasonably good. And it just so happens you're able to pull off what would be a miracle if you were to go down 3-0, that is. If you were to beat Boston, you have to face an even better team in Golden State. Possibly Houston, but more than likely Golden State. So I feel for LeBron. And he's going to have to play a near-perfect game. And he's going to have to really make his teammates better. 
and his team is going to have to make them, themselves better because I, I think LeBron can do only so much because, yeah, he scores for the this is This is one thing we always take away, and I think this is this is one thing we always do as fans. We look at points and say, oh, man, he scored this many amount of points or 25 or 30 points. That's awesome. Or in LeBron's case, he can score up to 40, and that's amazing. I think that's great. But also look at what he, what else he does. Whatever, what other stat parts of the stat sheet he fills up. He also gets assists. So he is making his players better. When he, the first game of the series, or well, second game of the series, they did lose, but he had ten assists in that game. So that that means he's trying to set people up. He's trying to get people involved. He's trying to get people to to pretty much do their job. He can't make the shots for them. That's the thing. He can't make shots for Rodney Hood. He can put Rodney Hood in a position to make a good shot. He can rebound and get and kick the ball out to somebody else, but they're going to have to make the shots. Kyle Corbett, he's going to have to make his shots. Tristan Thompson is going to have to make his shots, get stops, and get stops in the paint. He's going to have to get blocks. He's going to have to play tough on defense. This is not the time for him to be caught up with Kardashian love. This is not the time for that. They all got these other things going on, and, and y'all going to mess around and have LeBron leave y'all. Because y'all don't want to, y'all, I don't, I don't get it. I would want to play my ass. If I, was, if I was beside LeBron James, I could be the suckiest player in basketball, which I might be. But I would play my ass off with him. If he told me to run faster, I'd run fa- You crazy. And I don't put that on LeBron. I don't put his failings on him. This is a team sport. I don't put LeBron's failings necessarily on him when I know he can go for a double or a double-double or a triple-double. That's bullshit. I refuse, I refuse to put every playoff loss on him. Yeah, he might have, he, you know, he might have fell asleep in the Boston series when he was younger. He might have, he might have got upset by the Mavericks, but I'll tell you, I'll argue with anybody. That was the, the Dallas Mavericks in 2011 were the statistically best, the better team statistically. They were the statistically the best team. This is a team sport. This is a team sport. So yeah, I can get mad at LeBron, or you you can roast him if you want to, but I'm looking at Tristan Thompson like you're not helping. You need to step your game up. I, I, I'm, I'm more critical of Tristan Thompson than I am of LeBron. I'm more critical of, of Kevin Love and his, and his up and down self than I've ever been of LeBron. I, and I don't know, and I'm more critical of the, of the coaching staff than I am of LeBron. LeBron has his work cut out for him. There's no, there's no, there's no arguing that. Hopefully, his team rides with him. Hopefully, his team rides with him. Now, on to the Western Conference Finals. This is interesting as well. Although, I don't think Golden State loses two in a row. Again, I just don't see, you know, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Durant, excuse me, Kevin Durant is still scoring 30 points a game. I just think you need one or two hot games from Steph and Clay, and it's a wrap. 
Draymond Green is consistent to the point where he gets double-doubles. He's going to get rebounds. He might not be the scorer of the team, but he definitely puts in work on the boards. He definitely puts in work on the defensive end. And you can't – and that doesn't always show up in the stat sheet, but it shows up when it comes down to winning the championship. So I don't, I don't see Houston necessarily tying the series. I – I, it, until I see it, I don't believe it. Again, you know, Curry, he's just been a little out of it. But, you know, that's just that's just what comes with shooters. They're going to be hot for a long time. They could be hot for a long time, and they could be cold for a long time. That's the thing about, about shooters. Now, I'm not saying you can't perfect your craft and be and be hotter for longer or or be at a position where it doesn't take you as long to get hot but you're going to you're going to slump you're going to slump at some times that's just that's just part of the game and i think you know Steph he's coming back from his injuries you know for what it's worth they still the series is still tied and i still hold them as the favorite i thought they were going to win in 6 i i don't see where it changed i say Houston can probably still win in Golden State maybe but again, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Durant, Clay, Draymond having too many off games, especially when Durant can ball out the way he can. And I don't think it matters because Durant gets almost forty. If you give Durant damn near forty points, you give you give Steph eighteen, maybe Clay another eighteen, a, a solid, you know, eighteen. A, but in a relatively boring night of shooting, and you give Draymond about ten and ten rebounds. I'm sorry, they nine times out of ten, depending on who they play, they might win that game. It's just tied one and one now because Houston just happens to be that good. But in most cases, you take a stat line from that second game, and the Warriors win that win win the majority of the time. But again, I, I, I don't see. I, I, it's more, in my opinion, it's more likely that Kyle Corver doesn't show up and the rest of LeBron's help doesn't show up before, again, before Golden State doesn't show up for two games. I don't find it happening. So again, I see Golden State taking it back. I see them taking another lead in this series. I see a, a close competitive game, though. It's going to be back and forth. They're going to be trading threes, and I think that's exciting. I think that's what Western Conference basketball is about. Offense, mid-range, three-point shots, scores, trading hands left and right. That's good basketball, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be seeing that this weekend. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good weekend. It's been good talking to y'all. I'll be back next week with some more news and some more stories. I love the support. Please keep looking. Please keep listening to me. Don't be afraid to put in your your constructive criticism. I'm always open. Don't be afraid to look me up on the Facebook. E L J A M A H Johnny A D J A N I, or you can hit me on my email. E-L-J-Butler75 at gmail.com. Again, y'all have a good weekend. Y'all have a good night. Much love. Peace out.